In the eastern Kimberley region of Western Australia, in the heart of cattle country, one especially famed, fiery and fearsome creature rules the rodeos. He is rightfully named Terminator. From Halls Creek, Tim Lee reports. This year, Halls Creek is welcoming back its hometown hero, a brindled coloured, bad-tempered, bucking Brahmin cross bull aptly named Terminator. When it comes time to perform, most rodeo bulls turn it on. Terminator never turns it off. He knows he's the king and he knows that come to the rodeo arena, he can rule the rodeo arena. You know? Make cowboys hang on for their money's worth. He just likes seeing him in the dust. Eh? That's right, yeah. He's very strong, hard and fast. And he usually just comes straight out of the chute and he usually only gets about two bucks in before the person comes off him and he certainly won't leave around where the chutes. He'll just twist and then his rear end will just come right up and he'll just force him off. G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair dinkum Aussie, or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa, and enjoy Aussie English. G'day guys, how's it going? Welcome to this episode of Aussie English. Uh, man, guys, I am a reading machine at the moment. I've been reading books like crazy and I have just punished, I have just finished, I have just worked my way through Tim Flannery's The Explorers, all about Australian explorers and it was a great Read. It was really fascinating because he sort of takes you on a tour through all the different explorers who went through different parts of Australia back in the 17, 1800s and even the early 1900s. Anyway, I'm going to review that and chuck a video up on YouTube when I can. But what an amazing read. There were lots and lots of stories about the interaction between the early colonists as well as the European Australians later on um, with Indigenous people in Australia. A lot of them actually a lot better than I was expecting. You know, I was expecting uh, European Australians to pretty much always have horrible encounters with these people, but that wasn't the case. Anyway, I'll talk about that later. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. I hope you are enjoying yourselves wherever you are in the world. Um, the intro scene, we should talk about that. The intro scene there at the start of this episode included some excerpts from a really cool ABC news story about a fearsome bull called the Terminator that bull riders at rodeos, you know, have to risk their life and limb to ride in the hopes of being the longest to stay astride him. So, there'll be a link in the transcript, guys, to see that entire video. Otherwise, go to ABC News Australia on YouTube. It's a great resource if you are trying to learn about Australian English, culture, history, as well as current affairs. Check it out. Anyway, guys, welcome to the Aussie English Podcast, the number one podcast for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English or just level up their English in general. Now, remember, guys, if you would like the transcripts and the downloads for these podcast episodes, go to aussieenglish.com.au. 
where you can sign up for the premium podcast membership and you will get the transcripts, you'll get the MP3 downloads, you'll also get access to the premium podcast player on the website. And if you would like access to everything else, all of the courses, all of the expression courses, all of the Aussie culture and history course, the natural English conversations course, make sure you go to aussieenglish.com.au and sign up to the Aussie English Academy. So, that's right. I have changed things now. I'm restructuring the website and we're going to be relaunching it as the Aussie English Academy. Now, this is because Praveen and his team, my IT team, are working really hard at the moment to do the website up. So, we're we're going to release a new version of the website, you know, 2.0, that's going to be bigger and better than ever in the next few months. We're currently working away at that. But for now, if you would like to sign up, you will get access to that when it comes out. But you just have to go to aussieenglish.com.au and sign up for the Academy. And I'll talk about that more in the future. All right. So, let's get into this episode. So, the expression is throw caution to the wind. And this was suggested by Aaron Ducker in the Aussie English Academy. He suggested this, we all voted on it, and yeah, he won. Good job. So, I was thinking, what can I talk about related to throw caution to the wind in today's episode, in today's Aussie English fact, which will be another episode after this one that you can listen to, because again, I've written an essay. I'm going to discuss it using um, a different episode, because it's going to be quite long. But I thought I would talk about the history of rodeo in Australia. And so, when I was looking for a joke, I was looking for a rodeo joke, okay? So, rodeo, you know, people who ride horses and bulls at these kind of events in places like America, Canada, as well as Australia. Hence the video at the start of this episode with the Terminator. (laughs) So, I found a rodeo joke and here's the joke, okay? I hope it's a good one. I liked it. I liked it. How do you kill a rodeo clown? How do you kill a rodeo clown? Go for the juggler. (laughs) Go for the juggler. So, do you get it, guys? A rodeo clown is the guy who is dressed in crazy gear and is meant to distract the bull or the horse so that the cowboy who's on the horse can escape if he falls off, right? Um, So, that's the clown. A juggler is usually a clown at a circus who throws balls in the air, right, and keeps them in the air. So, that's juggling. But the pun here is with the words juggler and jugular. Uh, as in the jugular vein, right? The vein that is taking the blood from your brain back to your heart, I believe, in your throat, right? That is your jugular. And because it sounds similar to juggler, (laughs) the person who throws balls in the air, that's the joke here, okay? So, how do you kill a rodeo clown? Go for the juggler. Because the phrase we'll often hear is go for the jugular, right? As in, you know, um, show no mercy, Go for the kill. Go for the jugular, right? Go for the throat. Go for the jugular. Anyway, I hope you like that joke. So, the expression, guys, throw caution to the wind. Have you heard this one before? To throw caution to the wind. 
You might also hear it as to throw caution to the winds, plural, winds, or throw all caution to the wind. And the other thing I should mention, too, is that the verb throw is quite often uh, substituted for other synonyms. So, you might hear to toss caution to the wind, to chuck caution to the wind, to turf caution to the wind, or even to pith caution to the wind. You can use any of these sorts of synonyms, right, for throw caution to the wind. So, let's go through and define the words in this expression. I'm sure you guys know what throw means, right? If you throw something, you propel that thing with force through the air using your arm, right? Using movement of your arm and hand. You might throw a ball or, you know, if you're an Indigenous Australian, you may throw a boomerang, right? To throw something. If you throw something to something, it's the idea that you have propelled that thing through the air so that it reaches something else, right? So, if I told you guys, throw me a ball, it's that I want you to throw the ball to me so that I can catch the ball and have the ball, right? Throw it to me. Caution. Now, caution is care taken to avoid danger or mistakes, right? That is caution, the noun. And maybe you're really cautious as a person. That's the adjective, right? I'm a very cautious person who takes a lot of care to avoid danger and mistakes. I use a lot of caution, right? And wind, I'm sure you guys know what wind is. It is the perceptible natural movement of air, right? Especially in the form of a current of air blowing from a particular direction. If you go outside, the wind could be blowing from the north. So, there you go. Those are the words in the expression to throw caution to the wind. I wonder if you can gleam, if you can glimpse the meaning there in those those definitions, though, of the actual expression to throw caution to the wind, to throw caution to the wind. If you throw caution to the wind, it is to act in a completely reckless manner, right? To do something without worrying about it, without worrying about the risk or the negative results that could come from doing that thing, right? So, it's often to take a risk and it has this element of carelessness. So, you've thrown caution, like the caution you should have, you've thrown it away to the wind so that it blows away, right? That's the idea I have in my head, to throw caution to the wind so that it blows away. All right. So, as usual, guys, let's go through some examples of how I would use this expression to throw caution to the wind. So, example number one, imagine you go to a restaurant that you've never been to before. You're out with your mates and they wanted to try something a bit different. You know, they wanted to try something new. So, maybe it's a seafood restaurant and they have heaps of shellfish like mussels, like oysters, prawns and lobsters, as well as the usual fish. So, you're not a massive fan of shellfish. In fact, the last time that you had shellfish, you ended up getting food poisoning and being sick for a week, spewing your guts up. So, but this time, they tell you that this place is so good, it's meant to be absolutely incredible. It's all the rage and has received a lot of great reviews that you need to try it. And you specifically need to try their shellfish menu. So, if you decide to act in a bit of a reckless manner and throw caution to the wind, you might order 12 oysters, right? And give them a go, even though last time you got sick. So, you do something without worrying about the consequences. You do something even though you might get sick again. You turf all caution to the wind and order some shellfish. Example number two. 
So, this is a real example. When I was a kid, I used to love skateboarding. So, I would go out in the streets and I would skateboard, you know, on one of those wooden boards where the ends kind of uh, curl up and there's wheels underneath. So, those are wheels on trucks on a wooden deck, I think it's called. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've skated. So, you're, I was out in the streets skating all the time. I got pretty good at the local skate parks where I would go and hang out with my mates and I could do tricks like ollies or kick flips or even varial flips. So, these are some of these more um, difficult tricks when skateboarding. I used to love cruising around the streets with friends until the street lights would come on and that would be when my parents would say I- I'd have to come home. So, instead of- um, you know, giving me a specific time, they'd just say, oh, come home when the street lights come on because it's getting dark, right? And then I'd come home, have dinner. So, I was a good skateboarder back in the day when I was a kid, but now I'm an adult and I haven't touched a skateboard in years. So, if suddenly the opportunity arises, maybe I'm at a party with a young cousin, right, with a skateboard and he comes up to me and asks, Pete, show us what you can do. Show us your stuff. Can you still skateboard? If I decide against my better judgment to give it a burl, to give it a whirl, to give it a try, um, you know, maybe I try and do a kickflip on the road, I'm throwing caution to the wind because it's been years since I've done it and I'm likely to hurt myself. I'm likely to fall, right? You know, it could break something. <laughs> so, I'm not considering the potential consequences. I'm chucking all caution to the wind and doing something reckless. And the last example here is imagine you're a backpacker and you've come to Australia and you're going on a road trip in the outback and somehow you find yourself on a cattle station in the middle of the bush working as a jackaroo or jillaroo for, you know, six months or so before you have to go home after your work holiday visa. So, there's a big rodeo event coming up. And you're planning to go to it with all your workmates and check out the cowboys and cowgirls competing in events like steer wrestling, where they have to wrestle a young cow to the ground, or maybe breakaway roping, where they have to chase a bull on a horse, use a lasso to catch it, or even bareback riding on a bull or a horse, right, where the cowboy sits atop a bull or horse and has to hold on while the angry animal tries to fling him off by bucking, right? So, when you arrive- One of your mates puts his hand up for you and you get invited to take part in one of these events. So, you're horrified when you learn that it's bull riding, but decide, you know what, I'm not going to pike out. I'll chuck all caution to the wind and I'll take up the challenge and hopefully I'll make it out alive. I'll make it out without a scratch. So, you do something reckless, you do something um, without taking into account the dangers that could happen, you throw all caution to the wind. So, there you go, guys. That's the expression to throw caution to the wind. Remember, you may hear turf caution to the wind, chuck caution to the wind, or throw all caution to the wind. And remember, it means to act in a completely reckless manner, to do something without worrying about the risk or the negative results that may occur as a result of that action. So, as usual, guys, let's go through a little listen and repeat exercise. This is your chance to practice your pronunciation. So, listen and repeat after me. Obviously, if you're working on your Aussie accent, really pay attention to things like the vowel sounds and the way that words are linking and, you know, that the R might disappear from time to time at the ends of words. So, listen and repeat after me, guys. Let's go. Throw. Throw wall. Throw all caution. Throw all caution too. 
throw all caution to the. Throw all caution to the wind. 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 Good work. And you might notice there that I'm linking throw and all with a W sound, throw all. And also that because there's a C sound, a K, after the L's in the word all, all caution, the L's in all actually turn into a dark L. So, you won't hear it like an L sound. It's more of a reverse W. Throw all caution to the wind, right? Throw all caution to the wind. So, pay attention to that. It happens a lot in English. Let's keep going. So, in this one, in this exercise here, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say, um, gonna, more like I would say it when I speak naturally, okay? So, we're going to conjugate the sentence, I am going to chuck caution to the wind. You are going to chuck caution to the wind. But you'll notice that I contract the verb to be. And the present participle going. Okay, so listen and repeat after me. I'm going to chuck caution to the wind. You're going to chuck caution to the wind. He's going to chuck caution to the wind. She's going to chuck caution to the wind. We're going to chuck caution to the wind. They're going to chuck caution to the wind. It's going to chuck caution to the wind. Good job, guys. There's a few cool things I want to mention there before we finish up. You might notice out of all of the um, to be and going to contractions that there is one that is different from the rest, right? So, you're going to have you're gonna, he's gonna, she's gonna, we're gonna, they're gonna, it's gonna. And the very first one, I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't know why we do that. We just contract it even further. So, you can say I'm gonna. I'm gonna, but quite often you're gonna hear, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna chuck caution to the wind, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. The other thing here that I want to mention is that you might notice that between the words chuck and caution, there aren't two k sounds, but instead there is just one, 
and the one at the end of the word chuck is delayed, right, as it links to the next word. So, you'll hear chuck caution, chuck caution. And that's because the the mouth goes into the shape to make that k, k sound, the K sound, except it pauses for a brief second, okay? There's a delay there because there's two of these consonants next to one another. So, you'll hear, I'm going to chuck caution to the wind instead of I'm going to chuck caution to the wind, right? Chuck caution, chuck caution. This happens when consonants double up in uh, words like that, between words. So, it indicates that there are two words because of that delay and that these consonants are separating the two words instead of it being a single word. Because if you said, I'm going to chuck caution to the wind, I'd think, what is chuck caution? What is chuck caution? So, we need that chuck caution, that delay. Okay. Anyway, let's go through it one more time and then we'll finish up. I'm going to chuck caution to the wind. You're going to chuck caution to the wind. He's going to chuck caution to the wind. She's going to chuck caution to the wind. We're going to chuck caution to the wind. They're going to chuck caution to the wind. It's going to chuck caution to the wind. Good work, guys. Good work. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to keep an eye out for the second episode for today, which is going to go through the history of rodeo in Australia. It'll be a good episode with a lot of really cool vocab and information in there about Australian culture and history. And don't forget, too, if you want all of the bonus content for today's expression episode in a course, make sure that you sign up for the Aussie English Academy, okay? So, go to aussieenglish.com.au click join academy and I'll see you in there guys anyway it's been a pleasure hope you have a great week and I'll see you soon peace g'day mate thanks for listening to this episode of the Aussie English podcast if you wish to support the podcast and help me keep bringing you content you can do so via my Patreon page Remember, it's my mission here at Aussie English not only to help you understand Australian English, but to speak it like a native. If that's your goal, make sure you enrol in the Aussie English Classroom, guys, where you'll get all the bonus content for today's episode designed to improve your English even faster. Have a ripper of a day and I'll see you in class. (laughs) 